As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to our Pit Panther Rants and our Sports Rants podcast, brought to you by The Sports Drink. Happy Monday to you guys. Excuse me, drink my coffee. I'm not sure when, um, well, it may be Happy Tuesday, depending on how this, you know, when this comes out. And um, I am working on another, I'm working on a, another uh, podcast with guests. As you know, Friday I had Coach Jeremy Grubbs on. And if you love basketball, I mean, or if you know people that love basketball, I would really recommend showing them that podcast, especially if you, if you love pit basketball, because Jeremy knows a good bit. Uh, he had some amazing points. I mean, one thing I do forget about, what really hurt the Dixon era one thing that did contribute was the fact that he went through so many coaches. It was good for a while, but eventually it catches up to you. He also broke down what went wrong with the with uh, Pitt basketball this year. And obviously he's got, you know, Coach Capel and company has to go to the transfer portal to figure out, you know, what to do from there? What can they do? I don't know. But they're going to have to go to the transfer portal. And hopefully find something that sticks. I mean, that's all you can do at that point. Now, I mean, after, you know, the day I uploaded that podcast... I guess he got announced that Capel was coming back for the next year. And I know people are mad, but that's just part of life. I mean, he had a $15 million buyout. And Pitt wasn't really going to do that. I wasn't surprised by it. I mean, this is Heather's hire. I mean, she has to stick by it. But if you're having problems, if you're having friction with somebody that you hired and you gave an extension, then that's a pretty big problem because why are you extending this person and then all the, I mean, something had to have happened here now supposedly the attitude is with Jeff Capels he, th- he thinks he's bigger than this job and there's a whole bunch of other stuff I mean he thought he was bigger than this job and I mean and of course he was you know he inherited a dumpster fire because, let's be honest, Pitt's facilities weren't great. I mean, they were, you know, I'm sure they were acceptable by Big E standards. But when you go to a, a you know, a conference like the ACC and you're, you know, and you're a coach and you have to sell your recruits these facilities and stuff like that, it's going to take away your enthusiasm for things. 
But I'm sure Jeff Capel knew these things when he got here. And if he didn't know these things, if he didn't know the facilities and things were, were, were you know, bottom of the barrel, then he, you know, that's on him. I mean, do, I mean, when you go to a job, you got to do your research. And that's, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you guys, when you go for, uh, you know, for job interviews and things like that, when you go into a certain job, you do your research. You research the company, you research, you go on Indeed, Glassdoor. You guys see what you're getting yourself into from other, you know, you can see reviews from other employees and see what you're getting yourself into. What are the benefits? Benefits are a key. How much you pay in a month in benefits? Because, I mean, that's one thing I do is, when I went to my, you know, I figured out jobs is, all right, I'm getting paid bi-weekly, right? Or semi-monthly, because there's two big differences. Uh, bi-weekly, you're getting, you're getting 26 paychecks in a year. Semi-monthly, you're getting two paychecks. You're getting uh, 24 paychecks. You know, bi-weekly, you're getting it every other Friday. Or, you know, depending on how your company has it set up. Semi-monthly, you're getting two paychecks a month, so you may get you may get a paycheck on the sixth, and you may get a paycheck on say the twentieth. That's how a lot, a lot of times how they work, or the seventh or the twenty-first, one of the two. And obviously, with semi-monthly, you're actually gonna get you're actually gonna get bigger paychecks. That's what I loved about this whole semi-monthly thing. I worked for an oil and gas company where it was where it was semi-monthly. And I always enjoyed that extra money to my check. We went by weekly and the checks were less. But they advertised us that we were going to get an extra check. We were going to get two extra checks per year. That's what they told us. And in some ways it does, ben- I mean, it does have its benefits as well. I mean, this year I'll get an extra paycheck in July. Which helps because school back to school is around the corner, and I can use that money to buy the back to, back to school stuff, which is clothes, um, kids, um, you know, kid, you know, clothes, stuff for their, you know, for the kids, kids' classrooms, you know, when they go, you know, school supplies basically. And then my other extra paycheck I get is usually in December. Which is great because Christmas is around the corner. And there goes my Christmas shopping right there. I use that money to Christmas shop. Now, my oldest child got a PlayStation 4 this past this past Christmas. So, he should be good to go in terms of uh, video, game, video game systems for a while. My daughter got an iPad, so in terms of electronics, she should be good for a while. I mean, those were, you know, two big, big money items. So Christmas shopping shouldn't be too bad this time around. But yeah, I mean, you obviously do your research. You got to figure what you're getting yourself into and what the opportunity is. That's what you do when you change jobs. But yeah, that's on, that's on him. He says things are way better now and. And let's hope, but you know, they, but it just, um, 
the whole AD coach relationship needs to be repaired. I believe, you know, I, I believe it needs to be repaired regardless because, or something just needs, something needs to be done because if he is going after this year coming up, if things don't work out, Heather's going to have to hire another coach. And if Jeff Capel didn't have a good experience with Heather, like, well, who else is going to want to go? Who else is going to want to work for her? I mean, on the plus side, Heather's done an overall good job at Pitt. So if she can't, if she bungles this mess with the basketball coaches, I mean, especially the Jeff Capel situation, it's going to be hard for her to find a bigger job elsewhere. Because who's going? I mean, because if you can't handle this, then if you can't handle, I guess, a coach who hasn't had a winning season this four years here, or five, is it four? Is it four years now? Yeah, four years. If you can't handle that, then how are you going to handle the bigger problems of bigger schools? I mean, it's obvious. You, I mean, they're going to see that as a, as a red flag. I mean. Quite obvious. Now, do I regret these hires that we made for women's and men's coaches? I don't. I believe that um, I, I thought they were good hires at the time. I liked Lance White mainly because uh, you know he was an assistant at Florida State, and you know they were a decent, you know, decent. You know, they have had a decent program, and I enjoyed his. I guess he was a you know long time assistant. I believe, or, you know, he was one of the, or at least a top assistant, but I loved his energy and I loved his enthusiasm for basketball that I thought he, you know, I thought he would bring that type of, you know, mentality here and things would, you know, things would improve a lot better, but they haven't. But if both programs aren't really thriving in the ACC, then maybe Jeff Cable's right. Maybe the maybe maybe the, this you know maybe both coaches inherited both dumpster fires, not not because of what after what Kevin Stallings did, but maybe there's more to that than this. I mean that's one you know that's another thing we we can look at. Jeff Cable I really like because I thought maybe he you know after what happened with them in Oklahoma maybe he learned some things, but the same problems he had in Oklahoma have come the pit. I mean, it's just, and that's why a lot of people are, you know, they've lost their patience with it because he recruited some, I mean, people are saying, well, Jeff Capel is capable of building a roster. Well, yeah, he built the roster, but he's been capable of building a roster. Just it's keeping the players here is the problem. I mean, he built a good roster with, I mean, that's good, good players. I mean, Xavier Johnson and Aldis Tony, they're going to be in the March Madness um, but don't forget Kevin Stallings recruited uh, Parker Stewart and uh, Marcus Carr and those guys are going to be in the tournament as well so but uh, yeah he, he could build a roster just keeping those guys here has been the problem 
Now I looked up March Madness. Uh, we'll get you know. Yeah, I'm looking at March Madness right now. So far, uh, off the top of my head, I like. I mean, like I like I told Coach Grubbs, I don't. I haven't really watched the game. I haven't really watched a lot of college basketball this year, but it looks pretty top heavy this year. And I think I'm gonna go with Baylor, Gonzaga, Arizona, and Kansas is what I'm going with. I'm torn between Baylor and Kentucky. I'm just taking, I just, I don't know. Now, Grubbs told me that Gonzaga is more of a better, more of a complete team this year than what they were last year. They were a lot better. So I'm going with Gonzaga. I'm right, going to take Gonzaga. Some people like Villanova. Uh, the Big Ten has nine, got nine bids. I'm kind of, I, but I look. I look at their conference. I'm, it's, it's hard for me to take them ser- that, that conference seriously, especially Wisconsin and Iowa are two of your top teams. You know, I just don't know. I'm just. I don't know if I can take the Big Ten that seriously with, with nine bids. I just. You know. I just. I don't know. Kind of reminds me of the Big East used to have all those bids and. But usually, we would have we would have at least one one a UConn or whoever Villanova. Well, most actually with most of UConn or we always have at least one team to make the at least make the final four, and that's like same with the same with the, the ACC as well. We always rely on Duke and North Carolina. We can't really rely on them anymore. Well, Duke isn't too bad. North Carolina, mm, a little iffy. Yeah, it's all iffy, I guess. And let's see. Did my ads? Did my ads change at all? Or no? No, it's still going. Well, whatever. I was looking to see if I could. Um, I was trying to uh, process my ads, and it didn't work out. Yeah, it's still working. That's a bummer. Long story short, I had to put these ad, these ad reads into my podcast and. For the last one, it didn't go through, and I realized I had, to, I had to publish them, and it didn't publish. And it's taking its merry old time publishing. Oh well, that's why I'm reading that these these ad reads during during the episode today. In fact, let's get to those uh, athletic greens, guys. Reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during a cold and flu season. It's just one scoop of you know a cup of water every day. That's it. It's going to take care of your, you know, your health, your gut health, your nervous system, immune energy, all that happy stuff. It costs less than three dollars a day, and there's no, it's less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, chemicals, artificial stuff. Just go to athleticgreens.com/sportsdrink and take ownership of your daily health, of your health and nutrition. And also check out Colorcast. It's the live only sports talk, audio only sports talk platform. Free to use. You talk to other fans, athletes, insiders in real time. All I gotta do is download the Carcast app. It's free in the iOS App Store. Create your profile, link your Twitter, and join our group and come with a spicy take. All right, we got those out of the way. Now I see Sister Jean's coming the coming the Pittsburgh. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure from my church. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to invite Sister Jean to a fish fry, 
and I'm gonna and I'm gonna charge a cover. Yeah, I would definitely do that. Charge a cover and have one of those have one of those club flyers, like you know, when it's all fancy and like Sister Jean fish fry, and then like you know, have a picture of her and have um have a five dollar have a you know put seven dollar cover. Covers three dollars, you know, before you know noon, or something like that. Women get in free, and women children get in free. How about that? Yeah, because this is a church thing, not a club thing. I mean, you can have a line outside the church, you know, like you know, like where the bouncer lets people in. No, we don't, no, we don't allow hoodies. You can't wear a hoodie. That's pretty much why I really didn't go to clubs a whole lot because they had a dress code and I hate dress codes. You weren't allowed to wear, I mean, if you wore a hat, you weren't allowed to wear backwards and I totally understand that. I mean, I have no problem with, I have no, I mean, I've, I've worn my hat backwards at times and especially fitted and I had no problems with putting my hat facing forward. It's no big deal. But yeah, if you're going to wear a hat backwards, definitely you have to wear, you definitely got to wear a fitted. Um, the snapbacks, I don't know about those. I mean, I don't mind snapbacks, but I just, you know, for me, wearing a snapback backwards just doesn't work for me. It sure as hell doesn't work to me wearing a crooked either or off to the side because that's just, you know, yeah, it doesn't, that doesn't work for me. You know, I, I did buy a snapback last year and. I wore me a few times and just, you know, you know, I rather just buy a fit. It's the hat's a little bigger, but yeah, I just, you know, I just love being able to wear a hoodie and have a beer. So that's why I guess I go to the, I went to the bars all the time. It was just, it was a lot easier. Because I, I didn't want to be bothered with wearing, you know, like a like a, like, a, like a little jacket, like a little, you know, or a sweater. I just wanted to wear my hoodie and just my jeans and just wear, you know, just have a beer. That's it. Or a shot. It just wasn't my, you know, anything else, it just wasn't my thing. But, I mean, the lineup here for the, you know, for Pittsburgh isn't too bad. I mean, if we're looking at these here, let's take a look at these. All right, number two, Villanova, 15, Delaware. Uh, that should be pretty, I mean, that's a pretty obvious one right there. Oh, Delaware's, uh, let's see, Delaware's being, uh, Jameer, Jameer Nelson Jr. plays for Delaware. Hmm. Oh, that's for that St. Joe's team. I went to the Elite Eight that one year. Uh, obviously, um, Villanova's on a roll. According to uh, Johnny McGonigal, who co- who's, been, who's covering this, as you know, he covers Pitt. Uh, let's see. Obviously, Villanova is going to win that one. And then we got number four, number four, Illinois, the thirteen Chattanooga. Oh, Cockburn. I for Kofi. I forgot about him. Well, that explains why the Big Ten's didn't, you know got a lot of you know. There's some obviously some decent players in there, but. Uh, They've lost four their past nine. I guess Illinois getting past, you know. 
I can see Illinois is getting past Chattanooga. Shouldn't be a big deal. Ah, uh, the five and twelve Houston UAB. Oh, let's see. Hmm. I'm taking a look at these players here. Houston, it's a 5-12. I got to go with Houston that one. I don't think Houston's going to get too far, though, because they're one of their best players has been out. But still, Houston was 29-5 this year. And then, of course, Ohio State, Louis, Chicago. Ah, hmm. And look at these players here. Hmm. A lot of people are going with Louis Chicago on this one, but I don't know. I think I think Ohio State's going to pull this one off. You know, they Louis Chicago doesn't have the same coach as they did before. That's one. That's my. That's my logic in this. Yeah, it's pretty much my logic in this one. Anyways, what else are we going to talk about? Anything other special that's going on in the sports world? Let's go on Twitter real quick and see. Because I'm sure a lot of amazing things are being said on Twitter. Now, I've been playing Madden. I haven't really started my season yet, but... I will say that Najee Harris is really good in this game. I really like him. I mean, I think he's rated an 80... But he's he's pretty decent for you know he's a pretty decent back in um in this game. Uh I will say that uh Russell Wilson is the biggest pain in the ass to play against in terms of quarterback. He's got a good offensive line, you can't really blitz him because he just he reads the blitz because the line is so good. You know, the offensive line is really good for him, and he can pretty much, yeah, he can pretty much read where the blitz is coming from and make his adjustments. And he throws a lot of, but the thing is, he also throws a lot, a lot of short passes. And one thing I've learned about playing against Russell Wilson is let him have the short stuff. Eventually, you're going to stop, and eventually, you're going to get, a, you know, they, you know, let him let, let him sell for three. Eventually, you do get lucky, and you know it, it does work out. But yeah, it's a tough. It's just tough. I mean, he's a you know he's one of the toughest quarterbacks I've played against. I mean, uh, Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady they hate the um, they hate the, they hate zone blitzes. So I love zone blitzing them usually, and I don't like. I mean, with those two, you can't sit back in zone all the time because they'll just pick you apart. You gotta send somebody to go after them, because their lines aren't really that great to begin. I mean, they're good, but they're not great. Oh wow! Look at some of these things here. But those are just some things. I, you know, I, the Ravens are a rated eighty-eight in Madden overall, and I don't see why they're the worst eighty. They're the worst highly ranked team in in, in this. I mean, um, when I play them, I basically—I mean, I basically sit in the base three-four, three-four for for most of the game because uh, 
their um, their offense is, a, is just basically a glorified you know option game for the most part. They they, they there's I mean it's just it's more it's more of a run heavy they're more of a run heavy team in this in man for the most part. They're e- they're just easy to defend. Now look at some other things. Let's take a look. Uh, the Browns are not are not sold on going going forward with Baker Mayfield. I'm not sure what happened with that with that Odell Beckham type thing, but uh, something happened there. The bottom line is the Browns don't want to pay Baker. He had a he had a decent season the year before, but this this year here he wasn't great. And yeah, I mean, if I mean now, now now they're stuck having to pay him, but they don't want to, so that's why they're trading him. Now, now I saw a rumor that they were going to trade him to the Texans for Deshaun Watson, but they were going to send a whole bunch of players. Deshaun has a no trade clause, and who knows if he if he wants to go there. And Tom Brady's back, obviously, and that's that's surprisingly. I guess he just got tired of being at home. Anyways, guys, that's pretty much, yeah, there's not really much else. But uh, I'll leave it here, and I'll speak to you guys probably later this week. I have another, I'm going to get my guests in line, and, oh, it's done already. Cool. All right, cool. So my changes process for my podcast. Anyways, guys, hell to pit. Talk to you later. Today's episode uh, the Pit Panther Rants there Sportsman's Podcast is brought to you by the Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. It's a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or social. Go to sportsdrink.org or on Instagram and type in sports drink. That's like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out.